It's the A Show, an APA English show, man. For January 25th, 2023. How goes it? <coughs> How's it going? Well, I didn't think I, I would use the term API given that me and, Again, again. I didn't know me and Dwayne had the same... Dwayne Johnson here. Have the same uh, racial adversity. <laughs> but hell! You know, I'm just going to use it. So, uh, jokes aside, we had... We have had three mass shootings. Yes, they're mass shootings still by definition. Whatever the metric is, more than, what, 10 people involved, uh, injured, shot at, whatever, in a massively crowded area. Uh, One in Des Moines, Iowa. And then I'm going like, Jesus Christ, at a school. Uh, Two, uh, relating our Asian communities, especially being it being the uh, Lunar New Year this past Sunday. And uh, one, obviously, the one in the Monterey Park in the SoCal, and another one in San Mateo, was it? In NorCal, that just came up. And I just go, like, the mass shooting itself, like, why, like, is there anything more to talk about? I think I talk about it every month at this point, and, you know, to be honest, I didn't even get there. You can go back to my archives and listen to, you know, Thoughts and Prayers or Prayers and Thoughts or something. That's the very first episode I talked about. And a bunch of, like, all these other shooters. United States of Shooting or some shooting. United Shootings of America, I think that's one of the episodes. Go back and listen to it. But the, what's uniquely, uniquely shocking in this case is, like, the two shooters, the perpetrators involved are old Asian dudes. Old Asian dudes, as in, well, one in NorCal was a 62-year-old gentleman who surrendered to the cop. He's alive. The other one, the Monterey Park, uh, one in the, what, the dance hall, was a 76-year-old or 72-year-old dude. And I'm just going like, what the actual fuck is this? It just go like, it, it reached them too. And I just go, all right. What, what bothered me was like, especially with that L.A. one, the L.A. area shooting was, you know, the, the, the media before, the media, mainstream media, MSM, uh, before even they got all the facts and all that straightened out, is like, oh, somebody said it and read it, somebody said it on CNN, yada, 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 please double, triple, confirm on these things, is like, look, the violence against the AAPI community has been up since the pandemic began. And I go like, while that is true, I also question... What the fuck is the relevancy of that with respect to just the mass shooting itself that's been awfully, awfully normalized? And guess what? It's like they assume putting that line in there before the shooter's identity was like released was like, hey, this must be like that fucking masseuse case down in Georgia two years ago, which I talked about. I just go like, what the fuck? You know, and then... It, this must be non what a non Asian on Asian crime. And I, I know there's a whole fucking internet, you know, web deep hole of like, you know, amongst the Asian communities. Like, well, you never talk about non white, non Asian people, such as black people attacking us Asians and all that shit. And I'm like, yeah, you see that shit all the time. And I go all the time, as in like, yes, you get that sentiment also. I don't want to do the whataboutism, but. I just go like, when you put a paragraph like that before the shooter's identity and all that was identified, I don't know, maybe you're trying to fill your fucking paragraphs on CNN or USA Today or something. It fucking infuriated me. It's like as if, like, just because the statistics against our people is, you know, above others, it makes us like some sort of 
you know, less or something. I don't know if it makes sense what I'm saying. Oh, BK, but it's bringing more awareness to our, com- you know, communities. And I just go like, well, back the fuck up. You don't even know who shot this thing. You know? I, I assume that you don't walk into a Chinese dance hall in a 65% Asian community and be like, gee, it must be a white dude who was angry at Asian people for fucking virus and doing it. Maybe, but we didn't even have all the facts and you start throwing those stats in there. And then as soon as the shooters are identified in this thing, since it was an Asian and Asian crime both in both cases, the fucking party, like that paragraph just went away since. Which bothers the fuck out of me. You assume that the crime was inflicted upon just because of the China virus. And you know, not realizing that like Korean and all these people, yes, we all get like lumped in together. It's like, y'all look the same shit. But I just go like, look man, stop insulting, you know, intelligence of the people. Just throwing in paragraph like that and then just like undermining us and undermining especially... What the fucking shooters these did, these old ass motherfuckers, you know? Hey, like, are they, were they Trumpers? What does that matter? Like, I'm sure when they do the study and then study the motive and everything, a quick-tempered, living alone, divorced, or some kind of shit like that, hard living, not a a white-collar living. Even amongst Asian people, there are a lot of people that do, like, especially out on the West Coast and stuff. And then the Southwest, they do hard work, East Coast, New York, and all that. So, not all Asians are the same. Not all Asians have the same job. And you just go like, oh, broad stroke it. Y'all got attacked because of the stupid virus. And I'm like, alright, enough of that shit. <laughs> I, I thought it was so out of context. And I just go, what, what does that paragraph serve? That pissed me off when I saw that. More than the shooting itself. Now, back to the community. And I'm like, old, I said, all these old ass motherfuckers shooting up. And I go like, what gave them an idea to do that? You know, and then am I saying, gee, we are as Asians, although we are all different ethnically. Like, are we all better? Like mentally? Gee, you think we don't have mental traumas and shit? Like, you know, y'all white people do. See, don't you think we... I said this jokingly two weeks ago, but if you listen... If you listen between the lines, you know what the fuck I'm saying. Look, none of us have the privilege, even in our community, to go like, I identify as white. If you're white, it's easy to go the other way and be other races. If you're white, it's easy to go the other way and be like, do this. And am I blaming white people for that? No, not necessarily. Only the select few who are so oblivious to the fact that that's a reality and not seeing the color and to the people that they're talking to and the actual, you know, struggles and microaggressions and subtle shit that we kind of encounter day to day, you know? It's n- it may not be as blatant as to the black people and then like the Hispanics and other brown people and even amongst Asians the definition of Asian is like no we're all talking East Asians over here we don't give a shit about Southeast Asian you don't give a shit about India that shit I go like but it's the same continent we play soccer in the same fucking conference (laughs) (laughs) but you know it's just like alright so I'm just surprised that two old Asian people took this you know stab stab at fucking being like hey wait hey man Look at look at these old shooters. Look at this. Look at these uh, young Tran and uh, what's the other guy named Chun over there. They're shooters. Last names. I'm saying, you know, 
They took the initiative to, hey, they want to be like Jared Loeffner, the fucking one that shot uh, Gabby Gifford a decade ago, you know? And how are they different? They, they're, they're like, like, what's the word? They're like perfectly adapting to the American culture, being a mass shooter. Can we give that fucking credit? Hmm? For fuck's sakes. And then they're not humans. They, they probably have the same temper, anger issue. And especially in, amongst our community, I don't think we, I think it's gotten better as a world in general about mental health and all that stuff. And, you know, I just go like, yeah, I'm sure these older people struggle with that too. And then we don't talk about that shit. You think all those like old Irish people, Italian people, who go mainly think we don't talk about that shit. And then like, you, you know, you suppress your fucking pain and shit. Oh, same thing for Asian people. Are you fucking kidding me? We do that the best more than any, any, any other people. That's why Asian people in general, even India and all those, I would say, are the, are the notorious haters. And if, the, if you do the hater, great haters ball or some shit, it is, it is fucking hilarious because we know how to rib each other that way because we know what's going to come. You know what? The verbal bullet that's going to come. Excuse me using that analogy. Excuse me. China virus, Kung flu, you know, all that shit. I just go like, yeah, that that we're used to it. But at some point, some of these people, like these old two gentlemen over here, decide to pick up a gun and shoot at others for whatever reason. I don't know. We'll find out. But it doesn't fucking matter. What happened was that people died. At least 11 in Monterey Park. At least 8 if I remember right. In NorCal. And I just go like. How, how could someone do such a thing? I go. I would assume it's no different from any other shooter profile that we have gotten. Men. Alone. Angry. Short tempered. All to himself. And his head. And I just go. Yeah, and then it's no different because you're Asian. It's just that, like, it just came up that way. So we'll find out, and then I'm sure there'll be more community outreach and stuff, especially if you are if you go to church or something. I don't. I'm not Christian. I, none, none of that shit. So I don't have my community that I go to over here, especially in Detroit because, like, I don't live in a suburb. Jeez. I won't be surprised if I'm, like, the only, like, the 1% of the Korean population in the entire Detroit. <laughs> and I count as a whole percent. Um... You know, jokes aside, it it is it is fucking unbelievable. It has come to that. But I was I also didn't like how they just brought it like, oh, the Asians, the violence against Asians went up because of that. I just go like, can you shut the fuck up and then like assess the situation before you jump into that into your template, whatever article writing you're doing. It was, it just it just upset me. Anyhow, so I hope you had a great Lunar New Year. While we're starting on a somber note. Um, quick follow-up from last week. You know, while we got the 10 minutes here. So, I, I talked about quite a bit about, you know, the layoffs that we have had. And then we had more afterwards with Google and Spotify and all those. So, for... I don't know why no one's asking this question, which is, uh, hey, layoffs happen. They come and go, you know. And then I said, do you really not... Did you not really project the product productivity to the output? And then, did you not fire the people... Who gave you that rosy outlook, whether it's from Shopify, Salesforce, and all those motherfuckers you overhired, you know? Uh, I'm sure they were part of the layoff. And then CEO apologizing again, just to catch, catch up on your context, is utter bullshit. I don't want to hear an apology. It makes no sense. And the true apology of like acting up on the apology is 
You either fire yourself or cut your fucking compensation back to the employees or the investors. That said, one thing that caught my eyes, again, the CEOs that I'm complaining the most about is are the big firms and also very narcissistic small ones that came out on LinkedIn and just spam you nonstop, right? I want you to look this up because I thought I saw when the 2008 downturn happened, I think Microsoft and all that took more loans out and that was a news in Bloomberg somewhere. And at that time, if my memory serves me correct, they had about like, Oh, I don't know, 7.8 or 8.3 billion dollars in cash in the free cash flow, which means that that's just a reserve cash that they hold on to. And why do you have the reserve cash on your hand? Well, in case of emergency, rainy check, and then uh, if you acquire someone purely off of cash. And I just go, you had to lay off that many people, 12,000 for Alphabet, Google in the last case. And I just go, how much free cash you got, buddy? And I looked this up because these are publicly traded companies. And if you know how to read a fucking book and just go down and read, you go free cash flow. And I'm going back from a data from 2017 to 2021. I don't have 2022 yet. Google had $23.91 billion in cash, 22.83 following year, down a little bit, 30.97 in 2019, 42.84 in 2020 67.01 billion in 2021 and i'm sure it's above that if i follow the trend of the others let me read you the other numbers microsoft i got the 10-year chart uh more than the 10-year chart here i'm gonna start 2017 31 point where is it go oh no the cash here uh 31.38 billion 32.25 billion 38.26 38.26 billion and then 2020 48.234 billion 2021 56.1112 billion and 2022 65.15 billion you got 65 billion dollars and still fire 10,000 people and i go all right microsoft at least you pay the dividends to the, the your shareholders google doesn't alphabet doesn't look at apple their cash Free cash flow, 59 billion, 2019. 73 billion, 2020. 92.95 billion in 2021. And 2022 ending that fiscal year, $111 billion in free cash flow. What are you doing with this fucking cash with my, is my question. Where's your, like, that is after that free cash flow is after all your spend, all the taxes, all the liabilities, all the expenditures, you know, and then all the profits that you got and then whatever cash you saved and whatever loan that you used to, you know, raise that cash reserve. What are you doing with it? Especially Alphabet. I don't understand. You don't pay dividends. You did one time special dividend. And then you know, the fuck, the fuckery of all this is, you know, another the activist investor is like saying uh, to Alphabet, "Hey, you didn't go far enough in your firing." And then I just go like the TCI fund that was doing this, and then the Googlers demand answers and all that shit because you know all this like long time tenure people like twenty years or something, nine years just disappear also. Because they just like scratched out and show the numbers and pick the thing and go. But uh, this, uh, all these uh, hedge fund people are going like, 
Oh, no, you need to fire 30,000 people. Uh, I'm sure that was eye-catching and all that, highly inconsiderate. But I gotta say, for some of these activist investors, they're, they're awfully... Some are good investing, you know, a lot of fraud companies, but some I just go like, you are, you guys are heartless assholes. But then again, that's a point of, that's also increasing the shareholder value and getting the capitalism going. So I get it. At the same time, I just go like, why? If you want more money and up the value, I'm sure this is part of the negotiation tactic between the activist funds and publicly traded company like this is like, uh, look, why aren't you start paying dividends? You're a 20-something-year-old company coming up, 20 years, IPO, uh, start paying us. Or are you not profitable enough to do that? In that case, you should fire, go further, and fire 18,000 more people. Who takes the cash of that? But, you know. But I just go, I, I saw that one of these activist investors saying to Samsung over in Korea saying, you should divest to Samsung Electronics and list in NASDAQ instead of back in Korea and then divest all the holdings and it will pump the value of rest of the Samsung group and then have Samsung Electronics thrive which I just go I know what you're doing uh, but just you just come off heartless and ignorantly white whole company the whole conglomerate like is like 24% of the country's GDP and majority of that coming from the electronics what the fuck are the optics of it when you scoop that and then move it to the America to the America to list it and then raise the money there? They don't give a shit. But they just want the piece of the galaxy pie. But I just go like, are you out of your fucking mind? The hedge funds in these cases, I just go like, you guys are the worst kind of consultants that I've seen in my life. And there are consultants also. So I just go like, alright, you guys don't care. You guys are heartless, but again... These are the hedge fund managers, all these financial firms that have the hands of the lobbyists in the Washington and all the fucking swamp over there. And then everybody's insider trading over in the Senate and the House of Representatives. You know, I just go like, who's looking after the people? And then even the high tech workers got a hit of that. And all they can offer, whether it's from the CEOs of these companies, like my bad. My bad, I worked here for nine years. And then you wonder why people fucking job hop and all that shit. There's no loyalty. And then, like, no wonder, like, one of these days, one of these people are gonna, like, fucking show up with a gun at the office. You know what I'm saying? You know it's gonna happen. We had co-worker shootings or the former worker shootings. Gee, that happened at Walmart last month, remember? A former store manager came in with a gun. Or former broadcast manager... At his, you know, came to the station and then shot the reporter in the anchor or some shit. You hear that shit. You don't think that's going to happen at fucking Google? Oh, yeah. And then, like, you know, at Facebook, people don't talk about this shit. From a few years ago, a guy who got screwed out of a performance, uh, alleged, you know, allegedly got screwed out of his work visa. He jumped off the building on Facebook. Nobody talks about it. An Asian dude, no less. Because he got screwed out from like team performance and everything. They don't give a shit about you. It's like I took his life. Does that ever get talked about? You got like tens of thousands of these people. You know. That might be in that situation. Which brings me to another point with the layoff. And some of the forced people. You know. 
back to office hanging on for their lives in the tech sector are those foreign workers. I talked about H-1B last week, and especially if you're from countries like China or India or the Philippines, you're shit out of luck getting your residency and then have the flexibility to move your job. So, this is fucking inhumane given from these big companies, in my opinion, given how much cash reserve that they got. What are you going to do with that fucking cash? Oh, in case of emergency. In case of emergency, you fucking fire people. That's what happened. So, I'm going to leave it there. Quite an angry episode. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm not going to take a gun and start shooting people. Because you know what? When I start talking, these bullets don't fucking miss. How about that? Quoting MJF from AEW. Anyways, thanks for listening. It's not a threat on anybody. Please relax. Uh, Have a great rest of the week. And then, uh, wow, that was a crazy January already. We're going into February. We'll see you next week. And then, uh, yeah, peace the fuck out. And then stay safe out there, all right? Bye.